Hey, Halation family, it is your host, Devaru Shaw, and Stuart of Halation Lives. Welcome to episode two of season two. And this episode, I just want to recap on the first episode. So the first episode was Reignite the Light. And this episode is going to be called (laughs) Hearing from God. So I know I typically do a uh, title that has uh, something to do with light, but this one's specifically about hearing from God and elaborating a little bit more on episode one. And so our supporting scripture for, or one of the supporting scriptures for episode one was Exodus 31, 3. I have filled him with God's spirit, with wisdom, understanding, and ability in every craft. And we spoke on how God will equip you, how God will send people to help you and it was uh, an elaboration on halation and the meaning behind halation that our foundation should be in um, the things of God in Christ but also in spiritual disciplines prayer fasting Um, it also uh, spoke on how we are the light we are uh, the the space that uh, is filled with God's presence. We are uh, carriers of God's uh, God's character, God's giftings that He places inside of us. The carrier of His zest and His zeal, the salt of the earth. So we carry that, and that is also what God is, and we bear His image. So that is also what we are too. So. That was really more of a a identity in Christ. So recognizing what we are, where we are uh, coming from, whose we are, and why we have been made the way we have been made. So episode two is hearing from God. Now, the supporting scripture that I have... Um, is Matthew eleven twenty nine? But before I get into it, I do want to pray over you. So, Heavenly Father, I lift up the listener to you now. Fill them with your Spirit, Lord God. We lift up any bad feelings or unforgiveness unto you, Lord, that you cover it with your blood. And and a prayer that uh, Lisa Turkers prays in her book that I so very much cherished. It's uh, forgive what you cannot forget. She says, Lord, help me to forgive the things that I cannot forget and whatever my feelings will not allow for, the blood of Jesus will surely cover. So Lord, God, if there is anything in us that is not of you that our feelings will not allow for, Lord, we know that the blood of Jesus will surely cover those things. And we trust you and we abide in you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Matthew eleven twenty nine says, Take my yoke and, le- 
learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. So I know in episode one, we spoke about a lot about burning bush moments and how Jesus came as a lowly and gracious servant to the world. And the Matthew eleven twenty nine verse, and this is in the CSB version, if you are tracking with me in your Bible, this version is something I definitely use for study. So the Matthew eleven twenty nine verse is speaking on how Jesus is lowly and humble. So basically lowly and humble, they're more or less the same thing. It's a, it's a type of humility. So I, be, I believe that there are phases of humility that each person gets to. And lowly humility is the most humblest position of humility that a person could reach. And that is what Jesus came as. And he, like, as we hear often in the Bible and the story of Jesus is that he was the lion and the lamb. So even in moments where he's standing up for righteousness, he's still taking a position of um, humility. And uh, in the in the Bible, it talks about when it when Moses asks the burning bush, "Who are you?" God replies, "I am that I am, gracious and humble God." So Jesus also uh, speaks on that in the Bible and he says, I am lowly and gracious. So this episode about hearing from God, I do want to elaborate on episode one, but also speak on a um, post that I actually posted on my own personal Instagram about prayer and hearing from the Lord. So Prayer is not just petitions and requests, but also to take a moment to listen to the voice of God. There should be periods of silence and almost we should be more silent in in meditation and meditative meditative prayers. Excuse me. This is a tongue twister. A meditative prayer. We should have that more than big master prayer lists. We should be sitting silently in the presence of the Lord, lowly, humble, and gracious to hear what he has to say to us. Yes, God wants to hear our voice. He wants to us to declare things. He wants us to bind and loosen and go on and on. But at the same time, <laughs> I feel that my relationship with the Lord and everyone's relationship with God is different. But my relationship with God has 
been listening more than speaking. I, I'm as I'm very surprised when God called me to do this podcast because I often find myself like, do I have enough words to say? Do I, I feel like I I don't have uh, enough to say, and I barely have enough to to request from God for myself or or to come up with the sentences to use in prayer. That's definitely been something that I struggled with. It was actually the communication part. So I felt God really designed me to be able to just hear his voice and hear uh, and sit in silence. And so if you, um, uh, uh, the part that I need to work on more is the the speaking part of prayer, the, the petition part. So I encourage you, if you're a, a master prayer list maker, take that time to really hear the voice of God. Pray, then listen. Pray, and then listen. I feel that there's not really um, a... I know that when I was um, first learning to pray or first praying, there wasn't a specific person to go to or a resource there are um pretty like prayer books and different things that you can use and study i love uh, the power of a praying woman i love um, the power of a praying parent um, and those books are uh, it's by stormy i've i'll leave all of my um, books that I've read about prayer, I'll leave them in a um, descriptive box um, on this episode. So you can go back and look at the books that I've read um, and I'll get the correct, like the author and, and all of the correct title and everything so that you can go in and read those books for yourself. I typically use audiobooks; They're great. But what I actually use that helped me in my prayer most wasn't a person and it wasn't a book it was actually an app called uh, the upper room and I'll also put that in the descriptive box as well and this app prompts you to pray and then it prompts you to listen to God now it says now now listen to God and it's great because it trained me to slow down and take a moment to actually hear the voice of God. And now um, what I have found in my personal relationship with the Lord is that the first thing that comes into my mind, or the first thing that I receive is God's voice. I know that we can uh, debate ourselves till we go blue in the face about whether it's our voice or God's voice. And I have always relied on the first thing that comes into uh, that first um, still and silent voice that comes to me is God's voice and not my own. And it speaks things that I would not speak to myself. So there's a few things to be able to confirm it to you. God's word first and foremost, but also if it resonates with your calling, your purpose, the walk that you're walking now, is it truth or is it a lie? And always 
taking it back to the word of God and and that will be a proper confirmation for you when you're hearing from the Lord. So being a, this whole season is about being a spirit-filled believer. And I feel like epis sorry, I feel as if season 1 was about recognizing that we can often not be spirit-filled believers, but be just attending or just going through the motions or and not actually having a disciplined life. So this season is just that that how-to. Yes, the the recognition, but then let's apply those tools, right? So the next few verses that I have are on those uh, that is on that specific um, topic. So I, I do want to read them through and then we'll elaborate and we'll have a time of um, a conversation. But also I want to give a bit of a homework assignment and that is to go and hear the voice of God, receive what he would have specifically for you. So Mark 6 31 says, he said to them, come away by yourselves to a, rem- to a remote place and rest for a while. For many people were coming and going and they did not even have time to eat. Isn't that just what we do? <laughs> we just go and 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 run ourselves ragged and we don't even sit and commune with the Lord and feast on the things that he would have us feast on. He provides so much nutrients in his word and in a time of prayer. We had a office Christmas party and then uh, this evening we had a a volunteer Christmas party and the the one thing that was spoken by our pastors was we have gotten to taste and see we have come away by ourselves to a remote place and rested for a while and been able to have time to eat and now that is our duty is to now go and share that flavor of life that God has granted us that zest that zeal and the salt that he poured into us and then be able to spread that light that love so that others can taste and see the goodness of God and it's just so so important that we don't just keep it to ourselves and then even this knowledge that we are granted about hearing the voice of God and how to hear the voice of God and how to apply what you hear to your life. Because you can sit on a word. You can sit on a whole word. You can sit on visions and signs and and God's wonders for yourself and even for other people. I know that People have come up to me and and said, oh, you know, God told me to speak with you and, you know, I'm so sorry and and I just really need to tell you what he said to me. And it's so interesting because they delayed what God had 
intended me to receive by using them and and it's it's always the way it's happened a few times now in the last few years when I've been um fully on board with serving and and in my relationship with the Lord and every single time I'm able to reply to that person it's okay that God sent someone to to inform me of that or to let me know about that or to encourage me in that way that you were going to so it wasn't it wasn't late I you don't worry God moved you know thank you so much and they're always shocked because they're like oh well praise the Lord like you know that you if I wasn't you know them there they weren't sorry I'm like <laughs> all over the place with my words they weren't able to do it for whatever reason they weren't ready to do that so God sent someone else they were not disappointed or or worried they were relieved God is so good to make sure that everyone gets their their uh, word and that everyone gets the encouragement that they need. It. And if one person says no, God will use another person. So, it's it's a quite a good way to <laughs> correct yourself and to feel like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to do that again because you know I do want to be a vessel for Christ. I do want to be used by God, so I'm going to be obedient next time. So. Like I said, you can sit on a whole word from the Lord and signs in. And we need to feel a burden to share oh, the goodness of the Lord. So the next verse that I have is Hebrews 4.10. For the person who has entered his rest has rested from his own work just as God did from his this is so crucial for being a spirit-filled believer is taking that time to rest. Our, our burden needs to be to share and the creation within us that goes forth from us, out from us, the outpouring is the fruit of that rest in that time with God and we're able to encourage and pour into other people and to share and to be a light in that person's life and uh, and love them correctly God loved the the key that unlocks a spirit-filled believers walk uh, purpose um, calling uh, anointing is love for God is love but it's a specific type of love it's a lowly and gracious love if humility if lowly is the ultimate form of humility and a graciousness is the ultimate placement of that humility then that is the most powerful way to love a person and that is the key to unlocking the anointing 
of a spirit-filled believer and to be complete in that spirit-filled way of life. So there's all sorts of ways that you can be a Christian. Just like there's all sorts of ways of being a person, you can... This a verse that came to me um, was, I'm going to actually, you know what? We're redirecting, we're redirecting <laughs> a verse that came to me this week. And it was actually two days ago and I posted it on Halation Live. So go back into there uh, for, for this scripture and to just uh you can go back and read what I had posted but the scripture is second Corinthians 30 uh sorry second Corinthians 3 11 for if what was set aside was great glorious what endures will be even more glorious and so this portion of second Corinthians talks about like so for example just going back to what I had said before, you can be all, all different kinds of uh, type of person. You can be all sorts of type of, of a Christian if how you were as a Christian was glorious. Even if you were sinning and you're all jacked up and, you know, you're in uh, in the midst of... of um, just not, you know, back your back slid in or you were you were um fooling around with the <laughs> another another person at church, you know, your your boyfriend at church or just some guy you're seeing at church or um or girl, you know, you're dating and you were being um sexually immoral but you were still serving or um you know you're on the worship team and you're full of full of pride and thinking you're just the the blessing to the church because you had just this amazing voice or you were uh, uh, speaking you know on the platform and you just were full of um oh I don't know there's just so many different scenarios that I could think of that you know um you're having an affair or I I don't know. There's just so many different things that we, we could be as a Christian that is not of God, that is not righteous, but we still bring glory to God, right? So that's what second Corinthians talks about that. If the Pharisees were still able to bring glory to the Lord, if Moses was still, you know, and he was disobedient, David, etc., and they were still able to bring glory to God and to fulfill um, the calling on their lives, then how much more will a righteous person, someone who is free from, you know, those strongholds and those those foot footholds that the enemy uh, puts up, and and free from all the condemnation and the shame and sin, they're free from that, and then serving or and then uh, fulfilling the calling on their life 
with the righteous and pure hearts, how much more glory can be brought to God. So when we were, I think I spoke about this in the first season about uh, our visit to Church LV, Pastor Benny Perez, and uh, Pastor his wife, Pastor Wendy Perez, and Tim Timberlake, Pastor Tim Timberlake spoke, and one thing that he said that I felt like he was looking me dead in the eye, I swear he stopped and pointed at me. But I'm sure that's what everyone thought, the same thing. But I I really did think he was looking me in the eye. And he said, if God's presence isn't in it, it's not going to last long in your life. And I could have just gone home with that. Like that was what I needed to hear in that season. And it's just... It's remarkable how how the Bible is just full. Like, it just blows my mind every time that the Bible has our lives. Like, you could read the Bible for the rest of your life and never really finish with it. You just, that's what it, that's what it's made for. That's the purpose of it. That's how God created it to be. And I just, every time I read the Bible, there's just more. There's just so much there and it's our lives and we're living these things. And God, God provides a way. And often I have found that God has found God has provided a way through his word. And and that's that scripture for me was yes, you can be you can speak in tongues and then cuss somebody out. <laughs> like we you can be a whole type of Christian. But my desire in this season is to become a more spirit-filled believer and I pray that through what I am learning myself and how and the scriptures that I'm using to support what I've uh what I have learned or or the scriptures that have revealed things to me I pray that you're able to learn also how to be a more spirit-filled believer. And and wouldn't it be incredible to have more spirit-filled believers and less toxic believers? And I will be the first one to put my hand up that I have been a toxic Christian. I've been a toxic believer and I have probably, you know, poisoned the the water that I in the wastelands and I've not been salt I've not been salt I've not been zest I've not been light I've not been love and so now let's let's okay we can do better let's let's do better together and the next scriptures uh, one two let me see three that I want to share and we're gonna move along 
is Sam. So um, a follower of Halitian lives and a fan <laughs> corrected me on this. And I almost want to just keep saying it because it's kind of, but I want to be correct. So it's Sam. I say Psalms because there's so many of them, but it's Psalm 91.1. So yes, I got a letter and it was, please kindly say Psalm uh, and not Psalms. So, okay. I'm like, okay, thank you very much. I will receive that correction in a lowly humility and with graciousness. Thank you. Appreciate it. So Psalm 91.1 says, The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. So to remain being a spirit-filled believer, you must dwell under the protection of the Almighty so we need this is how we must live so we know we know and we can't unknow what we know and that means giving away putting away childish things giving up worldly things it means that you know when we're fasting as a church you're gonna not ha- be able to eat at those barbecues or you're going to, you know, do specific things. Wake up and read your Bible. Like, this is what we do now, you know? Uh, this is how we live. Uh, sorry about it. Not sorry about it. Like, we cannot go back. We cannot take things lightly anymore. Or treat sacred things as common. It's a sacred privilege to be able to read your bible to be able to sit in the presence of the lord do can we just take a moment to recognize and this is we're 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 in a time where we need to not take things for granted any longer taking for granted being able to have the ability to sit in the presence of the Lord. I feel that so heavily on my heart right now that how much we take for granted being able to have communion with our Creator. Let's take this more seriously. Let's treat what's sacred as sacred. There's a wonderful song by Bethel Music and its pieces. I love the spontaneous version by Stephanie. Can't remember her last name for the life of me. I'm so sorry. I will also put that in the description box. And it's just incredible the words that are spoken in that worship song that God doesn't treat what is sacred as common he he treats things that are sacred as sacred and it's just beautiful the way he loves us and forgive me god help us jesus that 
we don't always treat things that are sacred as sacred. So there's our <laughs> our conviction for this episode. We have a lot of uh, correction moments. I feel like we're going to have a lot of correction moments. You and I both. So let's get through them. Psalm, again, 23.6. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. I'm going to read it again. Only goodness and faithful love. Jesus' name will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. To be a spirit-filled believer, you ha- this scripture has to just excite you. Ah, to be so... Lord, provide so that we can just dwell in your house and serve your people and live simple lives and be satisfied and content in Jesus name I want to elaborate I felt this uh, when I was preparing for this uh, message for you was to elaborate on what salvation means Uh, lest we forget per um preservation or deliverance from harm ruin or loss we have been preserved completely delivered from in the first episode I spoke about how God in the way that he completely delivered us there was a specific way it's uh, Colossians 1.13 in the Passion Translation. He has rescued us completely from tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved son. Just, It's just remarkable. This salvation that we receive. So let's not take anything lightly. Let's not take it for granted. We know it's God saving us from eternal damnation, deliverance from sin, and its consequences believed by Christians to be brought about by faith in Christ. And uh, that's a, a note that I had wrote after re-reading what the definition of salvation was. We know it's God saving us from eternal damnation, deliverance from sin and its consequences, believed by Christians to be brought about by faith in Christ, our faith in Christ Jesus is what helps us to walk out our walk and not lose uh, so, so working out our salvation so not losing that we have to remember what that means for our lives and Galatians 5.16 and I'm going to leave you with this 
I say then, walk by the Spirit and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. Walk by the Spirit and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh. So, I love you. God bless you. Have a blessed rest of your time. I am always available to you to answer any questions or concerns you may have about any of the episodes in either season one or season two. Have a wonderful time and don't forget your homework. Get into the presence of the Lord. Hear from Him and know that that first still and silent voice is the one that is from his spirit. God bless.